0: Welcome to Retro Fanfic Retrospective, the podcast where we dredge up old fan films and expose them to the cold, harsh light of 2020. My name is Amato, and with me are... Tori.
1: And, um, wait, fan films.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're kind of cheating today,
2: but we do that sometimes. We've done it once before. We're accountable to no one. Uh, except to God. And and, and a motto. (laughs) God
0: motto. (laughs) We've done it twice before, though, in terms of just, like, not doing a
2: fanfic. Because King's Quest C C T was not a
0: fan fiction. Yeah. And neither was ReDeath.
2: We also have our, like, Utina special episode game playing, which I guess is retro fanfic also, so. I mean, interactive fiction, right? Interactive fiction, That's the name for the type of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That's got fiction in it. You're right, you're right. So we all <laughs> I'm saying is that we can spread and stretch around. All you're saying is that flexible.
0: our special episodes should be the numbered episodes, and those numbered episodes should be the special episodes that are not numbered as part of the fan fiction main podcast. I don't think really, I was
2: saying that, but, but all right. But really, aren't all the
1: episodes very special? So...
0: Yeah, um, I th- we probably have a few duds. <laughs> Listeners, write in and tell us which of our episodes suck. No, <laughs> let's not
1: let's not open that one. <laughs>
2: it's like can of worms. Right also, there. our
1: our fan base is, you know, fans.
2: No, so uh, I hope so. I, I
1: hope. So we don't have to prompt them to to do this.
0: <laughs> That's true. If if we have any non fan hecklers listening, do you like entertaining? Stadler and waldorf type comments don't just tell yeah. us like what is specifically bad right
2: <laughs> All i'm gonna say is fuck the haters mm. mm-hmm. i'm just here for me yes indeed. okay
0: <laughs> well the thing is how much did we like the topic of this week's episode
2: i liked that it was 10 minutes long <laughs> yeah, yeah there you go I, I man okay this week's episode like this this fan film actually made me uncomfortable yeah which i think yeah. was part of how it accomplished its goal well, so i will say that what are we talking about well, we're talking about troops, and
0: I I wanted to do it because everyone's seen it. It's a Star Wars fan film from 97, and apparently it was, like, the vanguard, like, kicking off this whole, like, fan film movement of, like, Star Wars fan mm-hmm. films, and, and maybe other than Star Wars, too, because it seemed to have been relatively early in terms of, like, having production values enough that, like, it was, it, like, looked pretty good, and, yeah. like, getting wide distribution, I guess, at conventions and stuff, you know, early on, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and so... You know, I, I had reasons to think it might be good, and yeah. it's it's a cops parody, though, which is part yeah. of what is very uncomfortable to yeah. start off with.
2: Well, yeah, it, it is. it's a really good cops parody, in the sense that all the stormtroopers in it talk like cops, and... I recently rewatched Parks and Rec and they have that whole thing about the cops and they're like really accurately done and it just reminded me of that except these cops these uh, stormtroopers who were cops were also Canadian Well, that's just a little bit interesting I think they were supposed to be generically Midwestern uh, you sound Canadian to me the main person kind of sounded Canadian
0: and that was definitely one of the best things about it is just hearing this stormtrooper talking in this kind of like pleasant oh yeah you know like <laughs> you know, talking about talking about this and like we're gonna go and do a
2: this like, But it was done in, like, a cop way. Like, the situation is, and, and, we, and we're going to deal with the situation now. Right. You know? it's, it's actually a, really funny just on that
0: level.
1: Have you two spent any time watching the show it's parroting
0: Cops? No. Uh, before whatsoever. my time. Like, when was that on air?
1: That was well, on air when we were kids.
0: Yeah, yeah so, when we were kids. But kids weren't but, supposed to be watching that. Right. My parents prevented me from watching it. And also, my like... My parents just wouldn't have put it on, and so I wasn't really... Yeah. I knew the song.
1: Yeah. So I have spent watch, some time watching Cops because we had antenna TV and nothing else to do.
0: Okay. Sure. Same Good reason, reason
1: why I, I watched like Perry Mason.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us <laughs> about Matt Cops. Locke.
1: Well, they nailed it pretty much. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of characters like that, like the nice talking guy cop who talks like that. And it's so mm-hmm. like the, these things were like, we, we, we haven't dove into the uh, film yet, but mm-hmm. they really got this is really good cops the show pastiche. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's good to know because I really I knew it was supposed to be like cops because that's extremely explicit from the start where they do the opening song yeah, and right. stuff. But I didn't know how how much they had nailed that. So the, that. the
1: couple of scenarios they have in this uh fan film are ones like if you watch
0: cops you you would know this setup by heart. Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs> Hopefully there was less
2: on-air death in actual cops than there is
1: in this. Uh,
0: that that was exaggerated, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> right.
2: Um, I I will say that yeah, the way that they had the stormtroopers talk in this reminded me of how actual cops talk quite a bit, mm. both mm-hmm. from video and life experience. That is absolutely how cops talk. For instance, at my apartment complex the other night, <laughs> there was a there was someone you know tried to on a megaphone trying to get a guy out of a car. For, you know, at least an hour. And my roommate and I were filming just in case something bad happened. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you should always hold the police accountable if you can. But we had a cop come over to talk to us several times and say, oh, there's a canine unit. They referred to the dog as a canine unit. And you guys shouldn't stand here in case we release the canine unit. You could get attacked. (laughs) And it's like, first of all, it was like a dog on a leash standing next to a car, like, across the yard, across the parking lot. It was like why would the dog attack us? And it was secondly, like, y'all, seriously. (laughs) It's not a unit, it's a dog.
0: So what we've been dancing around is that this fan film, which you can just go watch, it's so short, it's online. I mean, if if you're interested, just go watch it. I I definitely
1: took my time examining it and didn't watch it 20 minutes before we were set to record. (laughs)
0: I definitely <laughs> took my time watching, it and was definitely watching the screen the whole time. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, it, it's not bad though in, in many ways. It's ten minutes long, so yeah, you it's, can it's watch low commitment. It. What it is is it's following a few stormtroopers who are like implicitly on a TV show in like the cops format, mm-hmm. and they're stationed on Tatooine. And they're going around, like, dealing with a few, like, calls in. And so, in this context, the stormtroopers are, like, the local law enforcement, which I guess they technically are, to the extent there's any law enforcement on Tatooine. Well,
1: I think there might have been law enforcement. I don't think there were peace officers in Star Wars. Right. No, definitely not. It would
0: be like, well, do we, the Empire, care about your problem? Probably not, so forget it. Yeah, I don't think you would call them to keep the peace. Right.
2: No, but uh, what's interesting about this is there's, two problems they deal with. The mm-hmm. first is the Jawas selling stolen droids. <laughs> right. And
0: I, I've got to say going into that, one of the really cute things about this is that they keep dancing around the events of A New Hope, mm-hmm. that, and th- th- who these stormtroopers are completely oblivious to and not, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with in any useful way for the mm-hmm. Empire in the slightest. And so
1: watching it, talking about Jawas with stolen droids, like, oh, they have R2-D2 and C3 people yes. there.
2: <laughs> right. That was absolutely what it was about. <laughs> yeah. um, that first scene was i think the kind of the opener it was uh, they set it up as yeah the kind of canadian sounding stormtrooper being like uh there were some good little quotes like uh so oh they started addressing the jaw and they were like oh they so these droids belong to Belong to your cousin, so mm-hmm. so if we went to see your cousin, we we'd find a proof of ownership certificate, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. and, and they're like, oh, is this guy your cousin? There are two Jawas, so like, is this guy your cousin? Oh, he's your friend. Okay, and they're like, okay, friend, <laughs> <laughs> and they start qu- asking questions of the of the friend, and, and, in- and
1: again, pretty. Pretty typical cops the show dialogue. Yeah,
2: and it's also or totally Star yeah,
1: Wars yeah. Exactly. style.
0: <laughs> totally Star Wars style. It's like they're talking to these Jawas, and they understand everything the Jawas are saying, but we're not allowed to know exactly <laughs> what the Jawas are saying. It's just how Star Wars works. There, there, right. It's there, like
2: there wasn't Utini in there.
0: Right. For sure.
2: And they repeat everything the Jawas say so we understand, but right. it's not uncop like. It, no, it's, it's not
0: uncop like, a, and it's also uh, not on Star Wars like. Exactly, so it feels yeah. it feels very <laughs> natural in some ways. So.
2: Yeah, just
1: that dialogue is, I guess, kind of Star Wars naturally. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I mean, the, the scene ends with, like, the Jaw Jawas breaking and running for, him, and they they uh-huh. shoot them. And, like, in a way, in a way it kind of feels like they didn't know how else to end the scene. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, improv yeah. style. It's like... Um, and
1: then um, uh, out a gun and shoot everybody in great great scene.
0: Michael Scott <laughs> style, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty
2: uh, comical in the sense of, like, yeah, that's exactly what stormtroopers would do. Okay, right. Just, like, shoot everybody. Like, that, that, that was
1: the joke, because if it was a cop's pastiche, then what would happen in that scene is th- someone would, like, stand there calmly, then they'd run, and then there'd be an extended chase scene, where, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. there'd be a camera guy who's breathing heavily, following a cop who's running and breathing heavily, uh, uh-huh. and chase this person down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But instead, of, they just shoot
0: him. Right, because it's, yeah, stormtroopers and their evil fascist mm. thugs. So... <laughs> And right. by the way, I just so I remember to say it. The other thing that's funny about the stormtroopers in this role, besides giving them just like normal cop midwestern or Canadian voices, is that the, the stormtrooper helmet does kind of look like someone who's just kind of like sick of dealing with this shit. <laughs> yeah, like just a sad
1: frown. It, right. It, oh,
0: it, yeah. It's not even like they're intimidating. Like oh, evil. Like when you put them in that context,
2: it's just like it's like yeah, okay. Well, like okay i've been through this <laughs> you actually kind of see this in the new star wars movies where you have the defecting stormtrooper who's a main character mm-hmm. like and and his thing is he was only like recruited into this because it was seemed like the only option at the time and then he defects at the first moment right so you kind of get the idea that these guys are they're you know they're just this is like not something they're really that into there's right? other things like, they'd rather be doing but they've got yeah, a job totally. to do here they've got right. a job to do here they're not the best people though that's no. clear because they're gonna <laughs> shoot people just because they run away and that's absolutely what a stormtrooper would do so
0: except that these stormtroopers hit so mm-hmm.
2: oh. you know yeah
0: I was just thinking Sick about stormtroopers in various contexts it's like oh if I was gonna play some like Star Wars game like you know the 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 the, the the, uh, the the ship game, whatever it's called, Armada. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. I would want to do the TIE Fighters, and I would want to do the Stormtroopers, like, in a thing. And I was like, it's it's, it's just my goblin liking. Like, in Magic the think I played goblins. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. want to play kind of like the schmucks who, like, need a whole bunch of people to accomplish anything, and, like, you want to pat them on the back for accomplishing it. Um, so I don't know what that says about me. Anybody else
1: here watch The Mandalorian?
2: No. Only a few episodes, only the first two.
1: There's an episode at one point where they're pulling a heist Mm -hmm. and one of the person there gets introduced as a um, old empire sharpshooter Mm -hmm. and the the, the Mandalorian goes oh really and the guy turns around and says hey fuck you it wasn't Stormtrooper all right?" (laughs) (laughs) meaning he was an actual like trained sniper sharpshooter
0: (laughs) I mean it's all narrative because in the first scene of A New Hope the Stormtroopers are are shooting people perfectly well really
1: Yeah,
2: it's just that every other time they're up against main (laughs) protagonists and so they're not allowed to hit yeah, That's like, literally, like, a million laser blasts can be flying across the screen, and people just die in their
1: phone. <laughs> it's just an unfortunate fan narrative. just dive. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, troops. Right, so the other thing they're called in to deal with is, like, a domestic dispute with, uh... uh Gru- Owen and Baru, And that, it doesn't seem quite right.
2: That That no. was, yeah. It's, that part It's actually, totally off, really. That part actually made me kind of upset, because... I think what they were going for was the cop's flavor of this is a domestic dispute. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was also an explanation for why Owen Baru are are like skeletons burned out Mm -hmm. in-
1: That's supposed to be the joke, yeah.
2: Yeah, the joke is that it was actually a domestic dispute, and we can get into the details in a second, but the joke is it was a domestic dispute that caused that, but in A New Hope we're supposed to believe it was the Stormtroopers that did that, and that's supposed to be a really big driving point. Luke to fight against the Imperial Army. Yeah, and
1: and the joke was supposed to be
0: undercutting that moment. Mm -hmm. Right. And, I mean, there's other humor there, and some of it is the interaction with the New Hope again, where, like, Baru is saying things like, oh, Owen never told the boy the truth, and, like, now he's gone, and it's like, yeah, okay, okay, uh, who, who's this boy? Is it your son? No, okay, okay, your nephew, Somebody sure. I have to
2: find this guy, Duke. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but, yeah, the, then it's like she cut his ear, and they ask her, you know, what do you want to do? What do you want to do right now? Do you want to blah, blah, blah? And, and she's like, I want him to go to jail, talking about Owen. And they're like, well, he hasn't done anything wrong, so your options are you can go to uh, this shelter for the night or you can stay here. And, and again,
0: it's very cop to what that's yeah. worth.
2: Yeah,
1: and it's a lot what
2: they showed on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But
0: but then I feel like they don't know how to end the scene again. And like, it feels like the same thing as before. They just took a random turn. A yeah.
2: sharp, sudden turn. Well, it explains, though, you know, the explosion that killed everybody. Yeah, right? because, because, because she not... had a thermal detonator and pulled it out. It doesn't, that doesn't no. even hang with the way the scene was going beforehand. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Um, and it also, I yeah, like you said, undercuts the main storyline quite a bit. That was the purpose. That's the point, yeah. yeah. No, that's not a bad thing, because it's supposed to.
0: Yeah, it's a but see they, they, why they, that's they just, funny.
1: Well, you yeah, know? yeah,
0: that's fair. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to find it funny.
1: That was the joke, whether you whether it's right or not is something else.
2: I just feel like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just coming from the place of, um, I think it's funny to treat the Imperials as cops Mm -hmm. because cops suck and the Imperials (laughs) suck. I don't think it's funny to undercut the main storyline where they're like, they're fucking evil fascists. And it goes with me for that whole thing where people like, will actually like a, like, people in our culture will rep, like, stormtrooper, logo, like, faces Mm. or, like, imperial symbols on their clothing as if that's, like, somehow cool. And I'm like, there are situations in which the bad guys are cool. Like, there are stories in which the bad guys are cool. Like, Scar from The Lion King might be okay, I guess. He's still really nasty, but...
1: What? No? What? No, there's explicit, like, Nazi imagery tied to Scar. Oh,
2: that's true. Yeah. No, you have a good point. (laughs) I think you were thinking of Captain Hook. Captain Hook might... There you go. I don't know. There are some villains that where you can be, like... They're are terrible in that movie. Well, also. the only reason I it mentioned Scar are. is because he's, he's, like, one of the Disney gay villains, you know, mm. where, like, gayness and villainy are tied together. But you have a good point that, like, yeah, he's just as bad as the Imperials in the sense that, like, Nazi imagery is there, and they're fascists. Like, it's not cool to rep a villain if they're fucking Nazis, y'all. Like, I okay. don't understand why people don't get that. So, quick quiz...
0: I had acquaintances in college who ran a D&D, like, evil party game, which whatever. Mm-hmm. But all of the characters were Disney villains, and they were, <laughs> and they were pulled together by, like, you know, mm-hmm. Chernabog, the demon from Fantasia, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you were running a evil character in a D&D game, which Disney villain would you run?
2: Oh, the uh, one that was based on my drag queen, um, um, Ursula. Ursula. Uh, Ursula's a good choice.
0: I'd, I would do Captain Hook. Oh, man.
2: Actually, though, I think Ursula is still too evil. Like, she's still well, too mean. Look, for look, look, me. look, look, look. There's some you're, that like you're, you're going to be evil. Yeah, you're going to be evil. I know, evil but though. there's somewhere you can like <laughs> legitimately get their perspective. Ursula is like very mean to Ariel, but
1: I had to run the, the list. I think.
2: Um. Mm.
0: Uh, I mean, y- you know my taste of like incompetence, mm-hmm. and so like my <laughs> top list is like you know Captain Hook, Gaston, like. I'm mm. not choosing anyone who actually has power, but... Sure. Um, Can I pick Fou. <laughs> if you've got the energy to play it, you got Hades. I, I was thinking Ooh, Hades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But it's, it'd be hard to James, or James Woods the whole thing. <laughs> it would.
0: It Like, you would not talk just because you couldn't keep it up, I feel like. I Like,
2: I would. Mm. Hmm. That's a good point. Um, I still think, you know, if you take out... The, the Nazi hyenas from Scar. He's still kind of my favorite. Well, he's a that, lion, so you know. he's got that going That's for That's a him. big if, though. That's a big ask. Uh, yeah, but still, it's like, you know, all the quips he makes, like, and I'm a monkey's uncle.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the way Scar talks is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: Jeremy Irons, and he's yeah, so good The, the performance
1: it. was great. The turn of phrases were, were amazing. Yeah.
2: Like, uh, I can relate to Scar's position as being, like, the, you know, like, the the sort of, like, ousted, skinny <laughs> faggot, you know? Like, mm. I, I can relate.
0: The question what? is, would anyone voluntarily choose the only cleric, which is Frollo? Hmm.
1: Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Frollo's too <laughs> creepy.
0: Who wants to be Frollo, right?
1: Yeah, Frollo's creepy. Right don't.
0: Right? I don't no. want to be in that headspace. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who's the villain in Moana? Uh, there's no... There's villain no villain in Moana.
1: yeah, Tafiti. No <laughs> <villain, Moana. laughs> yeah, uh, of <laughs> not not really no. a villain. Yeah, <laughs> not not the villain. But yeah, that's the closest you get.
0: Mm. Am I missing no. a cleric anywhere? By the way,
1: mm.
0: a cleric. Yeah, for a D and D party of Disney villains, is there mm. are there an option other than Frollo? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't think
0: so. No. Do you have any evil druids that would work?
1: Uh, well, what about the what's their name? Uh, Facilier.
0: From uh, um, the the toad one. Yeah, no, he's cool. Debatable, but you're right. Well, you can go witch doctor. You right? could go witch. Yeah. yeah, he could yeah. have healing spells. He what, could have healing was spells. What's other name? He's Facilier? Pretty cool.
2: yeah, Dr. Facilier. Yeah, Doctor Facilier. Yeah, Doctor
0: Facilier is definitely a step up over. Doctor Frollo. does things. Right, <laughs>
2: he's got friends. He's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. In various places. Also, de <laughs> Deville, pretty fucking evil because she murders dogs, and that's the peak evil. Puppies puppies that yeah. is peak evil but also like her Fun aesthetic is dope yeah for sure yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like, and her crazy eyes when she's driving that car like unforgettable
1: yeah that's another scar problem We're like yeah a lot of problems but it's kind of dope though
0: <laughs> i know but like personality
2: and aesthetic
0: kind of cool <laughs> I, I would just say even in a evil D game just make sure you don't have scar and Corel Deville in the same party because mm-hmm. we do want to avoid as much interparty conflict as possible.
1: Well, then you get like the Hercules posing for the vase.
2: <laughs> yeah, or you could get like Corellia Deville trying to murder Scar for his pelt. Like that would be kind of interesting.
1: I would love to see Scar. That, be that's what I was getting Cruella at. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. exchange would be. I mean, just snarky and. G- gorgeous it'd be great I know
2: but like Scar like clearly has lion powers that Cruella Deville is like a frail old woman does not it comes so like to brain... physically he could defeat her but I don't think yeah. he's interested in that I feel like it'd be a very interesting interaction when it comes to brains I have the lion shit but when it comes to brute strength <laughs> no right so Scar is very relatable I just have to say and until and the Nazi hyena is very relatable alright so troops mm-hmm. oh right <laughs> <laughs> I mean, part of it is it's so short. We've talked about almost
0: all of it. Yeah. There's like another, another part that I thought was cute where like another stormtrooper goes off to other stuff comes in and is like, oh, we didn't find the droids we were looking for. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that was
2: funny. Well, I mean, I think one thing we can talk about is um, how well done this is just as a film with costuming. Yeah, and visually, design, it's really good. Visually, yeah. it's like perfect. Even the special like, effects were
1: done all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, it helps that New Hope was, you know, pioneering this used future aesthetic where like things don't have to look shiny and perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, just everything looks great. That like the Jawas look like Jawas, the yeah. Stormtroopers look like Stormtroopers, um, the te- the desert looks like Tatooine.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's just California.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like, where'd they get all these costumes? Like, that must have cost some money.
1: I'm guessing there were cosplayers that they yeah. recruited from oh, totally. I'll bet
0: people just owned those costumes or knew people who owned them. What's that? Uh,
1: they were great costumes. What's that high end Star Wars cosplay group? no. Five hundred first. no Yeah, the Five Hundred First Legion. Hmm. where they're like an elitist Star Wars cosplay group where your cosplay has to meet this certain standard in order to get admitted. And then Hmm. so they have like a full legion of stormtroopers.
2: That's, see, I'm still going to, like, I'm still going to complain because it's (laughs) like, cosplaying a stormtrooper is like fundamentally offensive to me. They're literally called stormtroopers. Yes, they are. No ambiguity about that. Right. (laughs) Like, siding with the Imperials in any way, even cosplaying them, I find really messed up. I don't know if I'm... Does that seem too extreme? Like, I don't know. It's fiction, I understand, but, like, they are fictional Nazis. I bring this back to the
1: um, fantasy violence point, where people might see it's okay because they don't see it as realistic or as in something that could happen.
2: Sure, but I kind of by the fantasy violence point, in that it may not be as affecting to people's trauma because it is extrapolated into a fantasy world. mm mm-hmm. um, Whereas the ideology...
1: Yeah, the, I'm, I'm suggesting you know, these
2: people have that...
1: the ideology also in the fantasy part as not that realistic and triggering. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I see what you mean. I, I just... Whether that's true or not, I I don't think yeah, so. But yeah. I'm
1: guessing that's where these people are coming from because I don't think they're intending to...
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. no, I, I not at all. And I, I think... I agree. I think there is the extent to which um, the Empire in Star Wars... It's like, yeah, the stormtroopers are clearly supposed to evoke, you know, Nazis because they're called stormtroopers yeah. and all that. Yeah. But, like, the Empire itself doesn't really have a... It doesn't have a dogma really it's just like oh well we want to conquer in, in right. general yeah look at like, the f-
1: first three th- films they're just the bad guy they, they shoot people like that. E- right, right exactly
0: e- even the kind of like so... anti-alien thing that like you would read into it immediately that you would read into it as soon as you start thinking about it yeah and it gets kind of expanded on in an expanded universe mm-hmm. it's still not even stated in the movies mm-hmm. it's like they, it might
1: have just been easier for casting. It was just
0: right. <laughs> they just didn't want to distract, like, probably when they were making the movies. They are just like, we just don't want to paint someone blue and, you know, have them yeah. be an alien or whatever. Sure. All movie. Anyway. Hmm. Uh, is there anything else in Troops?
1: Uh, Tom Servo was the robot. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: I remembered the Tom
2: Servo guest appearance. Right. Oh.
0: <laughs> That's about it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Troops.
2: I mean, it's a really well done fan film and it it definitely mimics cops pretty well, I think. Especially the accent really sold it for me. It it,
1: it did it well. Um, It looked good, filmed well. The mm -hmm. script could have used some punching up, I think.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I think so. And I think it was probably funnier in 97 when people had seen cops more recently.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. Like, as you mentioned now, this seems like a uh, SNL sketch that was not as fleshed
2: out. Right. Right. Well, but... I think better than a lot of SNL sketches, because a lot of those fall really uh, flat. People forget there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. um, I do think that what they were going for with the Owen and Bruce scene was to mirror like a lot of what cops had, which was domestic violence disputes. Mm-hmm. So that's uh-huh. a lot of what police officers get called out to deal with, and that's a lot of what like the show cops had on it. Yeah. And so they were doing that as a mirror. And I think... Some of it was funny in the sense they were talking about Luke and like the full belief that Owen had that he'd just gone out to like farm the moisture fields. Right, that is. And the fact that the cops were like, "Oh, Baru is clearly under a delusion that he's left forever," Mm -hmm. which is like actually what he did, you know, was kind of weirdly humorous. It's kind of hard to call it humorous because it's kind of upsetting too, and it's mimicry of actual domestic violence
1: yeah they were, but, uh, they were too accurate I think they should have yeah. gone more fantastic more sci-fi right mm-hmm.
2: like they, they did cops very well they just did it in a way that yeah they made it hard to be funny because it was yeah very I agree. upsetting
1: so I watch a lot of cartoons right mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's this uh, cartoon um, Phineas and Ferb mm-hmm. on TV and they had a Star Wars episode hmm. like a fully licensed Star Wars parody episode And, like, they had some characters, like, that were stormtroopers in there. And the way they did it was that the stormtroopers were out to do, like, like, ridiculously menial shit. Like, like, buy socks and, like, get sandwiches for people. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, that was how they kind of reconciled characters playing ideologically terrible people. Right. So I think they should have done something similar where they took it into a more fantastic, absurd direction, or to make it funny. Sure. As opposed to just trying to reskin cops as stormtroopers.
2: Storm right. Yeah. Well, I do think that what they achieved very well was that they were like, cops is funny because cops are adept, terrible people, and so are stormtroopers. Wow. hope and we don't have any cops listening. Well, I certainly hope so, too. We won't anymore. For various ideological reasons. Um, yeah, I mean... That and, you know, the, the Stormtroopers being sort of similar ideologically. They, they definitely achieved that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I agree that they, they could have gone more absurd and therefore funnier with it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we just did our round of usual complaints before we end an episode.
2: <laughs> yeah. what,
0: what do we want to praise? I'd I like to repeat that I, I think the weaving slightly in and out of New Hope events to, most of the time is pretty funny.
1: I think if they had gone longer, they would have had more of that, and that could have been interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, I actually was a little disappointed because there was, like, at the very end, like, something about they were going to go to Moss Eisley Cantina. Yeah, and, but that would take a whole lot more Well, work. I know, but they, <laughs> there was still, like, a couple minutes left in the, the episode, so I thought they might do something on it, but it ended up just being the credits. So I was really hoping they were going to do more. That was
0: a funny way to end it, though, because, like, of course there's just been an, al- yeah. an altercation at the Moss Isley Cantina. Of course yes. there has been.
2: <laughs> I know. And it was a good way to end it. I just, I was, like, kind of hoping that they were going to do a little more. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, I think that might be praise in its own way, too, because I kind of liked where they were going. I just don't think they went as far as... I think they could have done more, I guess. Yeah, it's just not as funny as it feels like it
0: could have been or yeah. something. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And we praised the costumes and sets.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And the general accuracy of portrayal. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I laughed a lot during this. It was pretty funny. It was pretty well done. Uh, and, like, there's no moment at which you're pulled out of it. Like, you fully believe this is both cops and Star Wars at the same time. And I
0: pulled out of it a little bit in the brew owen scene. Yeah, Just because, I guess like,
2: you're right. It doesn't
0: seem quite right. Yeah. It seems forced. That's true.
2: But at the same time... Uh, visually it reads the Star Wars the whole time yeah. because yeah. the costume and sets are so good. And it reads as Cops the whole time because the scripting is so good. Mm-hmm. So th- they really pulled that off, I think. It's a hard thing to pull off. I honestly don't know where they got the idea. Okay. So,
0: did you have another thing? Well, it, it just
1: like, they had the Star Wars look. It would have been maybe more interesting if they played it more Cops. Where, like, they... They had the looks of Star Wars, but their actions, the movements and the acting was more cops-ish than Star Wars. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I don't know how you would pull that off as like a vague directing note, but...
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I think that is all for Troops and our discussion of it. Now, Dom, week after next, starting week after next, you're going to be away for a while doing community theater and not able to record. That's right, yeah. So next week, I'm throwing you a bone. And we are going to do a Avatar The Last Airbender fanfic. Oh, you shouldn't have. I probably shouldn't have because I'm sacrificing all my principles to pull a fanfic from 2007. <laughs> Gasp. <laughs> how big is the bone and how juicy? <laughs> uh, yeah, you should have told the cop outside your window, it's like, the dog won't attack me, I'm, I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> They'll know. The dog will
2: know. The canine unit will know. The canine unit will understand. <laughs> I, too, am also a canine unit of
0: sorts.
1: We refer to people as blank units.
0: <laughs> right. Well, you should be thankful to this fanfiction-finding unit uh, for next week's Avatar story, Brothers in Arms by Fuzzy Tomato. You can find a link there at bit.ly slash rfrbrothers, by the way, if you what, want to read it in advance. Where in the,
1: in the Avatar uh, continuity is that? It so, is... So I know whether I'm going to watch all of Avatar or all of Avatar games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was written after season two, but before season three came out.
1: That was a, that was a hard hiatus yeah. experience.
0: Yeah. And the, it was hard to find a fanfic that seemed to be well regarded that was not Zutara. From that era. And I know that it was a request because you have your own, like, personal scars from those wars. And also our last Avatar
2: fanfic was Utara. It's Zutara. like nothing about the content yeah.
1: in general. It's just the state of the fandom and the fans.
2: Right. It's like, yeah. why? <laughs> why? You're... And also, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad idea. No. It's like, it's not a good match. It's like I, I, they, don't wanna, I don't get it.
1: It was the obvious idea that the show went away from. And they're like, no, do, do the stupid obvious thing. Like, no. <laughs>
2: It's not well, obvious, though. They, they're like Fire matic. and water, they're, they're opposites, they're, but they love each other. It's obvious. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, okay, I hear what you're saying, but, like, you're right. It's obvious if you've gone for something terrible. <laughs> exactly.
0: Hope we don't have any Zutara shippers out there listening to this podcast.
1: Our, our, our one cop Zutara shipper is going to be very <laughs> angry about this <laughs>
0: episode. <stuff>, <laughs> That's okay. I know. I accept their anger. Uh, but, yes. But don't worry. I found it. I found the fanfic that was not Zutara from that era. Um, and we're going to read it and hopefully it will be good. I have reason to think it might be good. As for this, this was episode 73 of retro fanfic retrospective, the fan film troops. I am not even bothering with a bit.ly. Just go find it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Troops, star Wars, you're done.
1: I mean, the truth is you could have watched it three times while listening to this episode.
0: (laughs) Yes, you could have. We could have just played the audio. Let's do that right now. Yeah, we need to pad this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too short. It's probably going to be our shortest episode. That's okay. We're not going
2: to play yes, the audio. Yes,
1: I think it will be.
2: <laughs> Maybe. Short. It won't be that Could not short. Be.
1: Should we talk more about uh, Disney villains?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, that was like a third of our content already. Uh, we'll We'll save that for... Um, another day. <laughs> For the meantime, let me just say that the intro song to this podcast is the weekly fare off of the album Popey's Incredible Adventure by Komiku. And the outro song is Run Against the Universe from that same album. And you can find it, and other music by Komiku, at loyaltyfreakmusic.com.
2: How am I doing here?
1: Your, your read this week is very enthusiastic. I don't know why, but I guess that's good.
2: Yeah, that's great. You're doing fantastic. Keep going. You're doing spectacular and also to. fantastic. And we're really delighted with your performance on the show. Also, you're really fantastic and spectacular. <laughs> That's right i started doing that like should i pat it out a bit but I, instead i just got really
0: excited <laughs> you can find our website on the internet at retrofanficretrospective.podbean.com. you can't find it off the internet so don't even try you can also use the bitly link bit.ly slash r i
1: have a hard drive full of rfr episodes
0: <laughs> it would be difficult to find it off the internet <laughs> If don't you... steal Dom's computer. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, don't because that that make it difficult to to make more episodes.
0: Yes, very difficult <laughs> If you have questions, comments, or thoughts about the episode, please contact us on Twitter at retrofanfic or send us an email at retrofanfic retrospective at gmail dot com. You can also find us on reddit at re- at fanfic retrospective at Facebook at retrofanfic. There might be something that's called a
1: instagram
0: instagram okay instagram yeah. <laughs> uh and you can leave comments on the podcast program or whatever you're using to listen to us um which is probably some kind of program yeah this sort of maybe an internet thing this mm-hmm. episode's
1: falling apart <laughs>
0: <laughs> it usually does at this point i'm amato i am tory i'm dom we're just three Earth life forms trying to be nice to each other and not cause some sort of domestic incident. Until next time, take care. This is the podcast
1: you're
2: looking for. <laughs> oh. ah, yeah. this, this is not This is not the podcast you're looking for. It, wait, wait, it's wait. a subversion of the book. Like, oh, yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, but it's fine. I'm just right. not sure which one it is, honestly. We're faded out Yeah, no, we're gone. <laughs> we're gone. We're gone. <laughs>
0: The only worse one is one of the live action Mamaros who's But then you've got like Mamaru in like in one of in, in several of the old musicals, played by the guy who was the original Red Ranger, meaning Tyranno Ranger. Mm-hmm. And he's just like such a smiley, like wholesome type guy, and he looks like he's, you know, he's definitely like forty years old, mm-hmm. but, but that's okay because he was playing across a Sailor Moon who was definitely like 30. Like <laughs> And anyway, so smiley and pleasant.